0: Buddhaṁ saranaṁ gacchāṁ āmī Dhammaṁ saranaṁ gacchāṁ Sanghaṁ saranaṁ gacchāṁ Good afternoon, everybody. I'm glad to see you all today for this Dhamma talk. Uh, as I said yesterday, today for this Dhamma talk, our topic is how to gain the knowledge of complete destruction of taints. Knowledge. Our knowledge is limited. Our knowledge is limited to six senses, but there are more things to know in the world which we are quite ignorant. We do not know. Knowledge and wisdom, these are two different things. When we think of knowledge, uh, there are different categories of knowledge. At least there are five different categories of knowledge. Our knowledge is, as I said, limited. It is uh, quite very worldly knowledge. That is our knowledge. Even though we think that we know, we know only little. Maybe little, not a little even. We know little. What's more in the world are not known. Not knowing uh, suffering, Not knowing the cause of suffering, not knowing the cessation of suffering, and not knowing the path leading to the cessation of suffering is called ignorance. That is according to the teaching of the Buddha. In short, if we do not know the four noble truths, that is what is called ignorant. Ignorance. So, the, the first category is our knowledge. The second category is worldly knowledge, worldly type of knowledge. I will explain this later. The third is uh, triple knowledge. The fourth is true knowledge or right knowledge and the fifth category is the knowledge of uh, complete destruction of taints. So the first the first thing as we uh, our knowledge as I said is limited. This knowledge whatever the knowledge when we uh gain through our senses if we think we know that it that itself is something not knowing if we know things as we know many different things we are quite uh, quite quite uh, with our knowledge different types of knowledge sometimes some people even some some people are quite conceited, conceited because thinking they know, but the Buddha said that knowledge is not enough. There was a person in the time of the Buddha, there was a monk, quite a knowledgeable, a learned monk named Potila, perhaps you might have heard of his story. Portila, he was a learned person, but not practicing, no meditation. Hmm? Then whenever the Buddha saw him, Buddha addressed him as empty Portila, empty man. Hmm? Empty, if you have no wisdom, that is the meaning, if you have no wisdom, there are many learned people in the world like professors, hmm? like such-such educated people, but no wisdom. So the Buddha said, whenever Buddha saw him, Buddha addressed him as empty, empty potty, empty man. Eventually he realized that why the Buddha was addressing him in such a way. Thereafter he gave up everything, he went, The distance and practice, uh, finally he attained full enlightenment. So like that, we have to understand our knowledge is not enough. We should develop our wisdom as well. Buddha always emphasized the need of understanding things as they are. What is relevant as relevant. Irrelevant as irrelevant. Buddha never talk about things which are irrelevant. Which are not pertinent. Which, is, which are not relevant to us. Once a certain monk, again, a certain monk, while he was meditating, he thought, uh, Buddha has never answered these ten types of questions. There are ten types of questions, which are quite unanswered yet. I should go to the Buddha today and ask the answers. If the Buddha is not ready to give answers to these ten questions, I will disturb and go home." That is how he thought. And then he went to the Buddha and asked these ten questions. What are the ten questions? He asked, Mantye has not answered the questions whether the world is eternal. Whether the world is eternal is not answered by the Buddha. And whether the world is not eternal is not answered by the Buddha. Whether the world is finite is not answered by the Buddha. when people come to the Buddha and put these questions, Buddha kept silence. That's the meaning. Then whether the world is uh, infinite, finite or infinite, whether the soul and the body the same, whether the bo- body and the soul are two different things, whether the Arahant, the enlightened one, exists after death, whether the arahant does not exist after death, whether the arahant existed does not exist after death, and whether the arahants neither exist nor non-exist after death. These ten questions were not answered, Bhante. I need to know this. I need to know the answers. If not, I am going to disturb. He said this. Then the Buddha said, his name was Malunka Putta. Buddha. Buddha said, Malunka Putta, did I ever ask you to come and get your ordination so that I will uh, ask this question to you? <laughs> then he said, No. Then did you tell me that you would come and uh, ordain if the the Tathagata, if the Buddha is going to answer these questions? No. Then, to whom you are talking about? What are you talking about? Are these relevant? You have to understand what is relevant as relevant, what is irrelevant as irrelevant. The Tathagata, the Buddha has not declared something Because they are irrelevant, they are not relevant. Relevant for what? Relevant to our purpose. Our purpose is Dhamma. Tathagata has not declared this because they are irrelevant. They are irrelevant, the Buddha said, Why? They are irrelevant, they are not relevant. To the fact that to uh, disenchantment, is not not heading, not leading to disenchantment. Then dispassion, cessation, not uh, relevant to true knowledge, not relevant to peace, Enlightenment and Nibbana. These seven things. Again, disenchantment, dispassion, cessation, peace, enlighten, uh, enlightenment, and uh, Nibbana. These are not relevant for this. That is why Tathagata has not declared. Tathagata has declared that is to be understood as this declared things. What are the things that the Tathagata has declared? The Tathagata has declared unsatisfactoriness as unsatisfactoriness, the cause of unsatisfactoriness as cause of unsatisfactoriness, the cessation of unsatisfactoriness as the cessation of unsatisfactoriness, and the path leading into the cessation of unsatisfactoriness as unsatisfactoriness. Why? These are quite relevant to this. These are quite relevant to disenchantment, dispassion, cessation, true knowledge, uh, enlightenment and nibbana. These are quite relevant. That is why the Tathagata has taught these things. So we to understand the relevant thing to understand gain as our knowledge so when we when we think of knowledge there are worldly knowledge as well worldly type of knowledge one can gain this knowledge as extrasensory perception our perception is quite uh, sensory sensory perception but When we develop our mind, we can gain some extrasensory perception as well. There are five different types of knowledge. When you develop your jhana, practice gain jhana, when you come to the fourth jhana, you can develop, uh, gain these five types of knowledge. What are the five kinds of knowledge? Uh, Buddha has... Buddha has explained this in a particular discourse named uh, Re- Fruit of Reclusive, Fruit of Reclusive, that, that Sutta, Samanya Pala Sutta, in the Diga the lone discourses of the Buddha, where the Buddha explained these different types of knowledge. The Buddha said, when you practice, develop, you can gain a knowledge to Uh, perform miracles, when you gain this knowledge you can perform many different types of miracles such as going through the air, sitting cross-legged you can go through the air, you can go on water without breaking the surface, you can immerse uh, the earth like you immerse in water, you can go through walls without barrier. Without any problem, you can go through. And even you can touch this uh, sun and the moon. That is how the Buddha explained this. It's the Buddha gave a simile. It's just like uh, potter or his assistant uh, do some carvings on, potters, on pots after he make Different types of uh, articles, pots, or span anything. Then he can make uh, cow different things, and such a way the person who has developed this particular knowledge can do many different things as uh, miracles. That is called miraculous power. That is one knowledge. Secondly, the second knowledge is. You can uh, listen to many different sounds, humans or divine, different sounds. Uh, that is the ability to listen to different sounds. That itself is a knowledge. It's like a simile was given. The Buddha gave the simile as the person, like a skillful uh, drum beater. He can understand whatever the drum, the sound of the drum, or quench, He can understand what type of drum is it? Is that true? His uh, as he is a skillful person, he can understand that different sounds. Just like that, the person who developed this particular knowledge can understand sounds, whatever humans or divine sounds far or near. That's the second knowledge. The third one is you can understand others mind, read others mind just like you go to the front of the mirror and you see your yourself and you can understand any defects anything and you can adjust. Like, just like that the person who sees others mind can read Whether it is hateful mind, whether it is lustful mind, whether it is uh, delusion, deluded mind, like that. You can read the mind, others' mind. That itself is a knowledge. That is the third knowledge. And the fourth one is, you can read uh, your previous lives. You can think, you can understand how you lived in the past. That is the ability to understand the previous lives just like the person who went for a pilgrimage Return after returning when people ask he can explain where he uh, had his meal, what he had for his meal where he lived like that the places where he visited all these things just like that when you develop that particular knowledge you can understand the previous lives as well. Then the fifth one is you can understand, you can see not not me understand, you can see how beings are born to this world, how beings come from other realms and are born here in this world and how beings depart here and are born somewhere else. So these five are called Five uh, in Pali, they are called Abhinya. Five Abhinya. Uh, five types of knowledge. These are worldly knowledge. Even before the Buddha, people practiced, develop jhana, and they gain these different types of knowledge. Again, there are uh, triple knowledge, which are called. Uh, The-Vijja the in Pali, in comparison to uh, Tri-Veda in Hinduism, there are three veda in comparison to Tri-Veda in Buddhism, we find these three types of knowledge, uh, which are called The-Vijja, three types of knowledge. These three types of knowledge are necessary for one to attain enlightenment. Uh, the three are uh, the knowledge uh, of one's previous life, knowledge to see how beings are born to this world and how they depart, and the knowledge of destruction of defilement. These three. With these three, one can attain enlightenment and then next one is right knowledge or true knowledge right knowledge uh, means you know in the path, Noble Eightfold Path becomes Tenfold Path, the ninth one being the right knowledge, eighth eighth one is right concentration The ninth one is called Right Knowledge. Then tenth one is Right Liberation. So Right Knowledge here means the knowledge of the Four Noble Truths. Four Noble Truths. Which is again uh, in other words called True Knowledge. The same. Either True Knowledge or True Knowledge or Right Knowledge. Means the uh, knowledge of the Four noble truths. And finally, uh, the fifth category is the knowledge of complete eradication, complete destruction of taints. Those are the five categories of uh, knowledge. So the Buddha under the Bodhi tree he gained this, all this knowledge, all this type of knowledge. He gained this. And he became the Buddha of our era. When the Buddha became the Buddha, he realized three principles. Three principles in the world. The three principles are like this. Hope you can see. the three types of knowledge, three principles of course, principle. The three principles are here, the the Four Noble Truth, the dependent origination and the three characteristics of existence. These are the three principles that he realized. Means whole teaching, what he realized, all his dhamma can be condensed into these three principles. In other words, in order to gain this, one has to start with this, sati, mindfulness. Satipatthana. Satipatthana is to be developed as a square-shaped thing like you are dull in a tunnel-like. So, in short, the Buddha realized these three. That is what I want to emphasize here. When the Buddha realized this, especially Buddha realized this dependent origination, that is what we want to talk about. That is the way to gain complete, gain the knowledge of complete destruction of defilements. In order to understand that we have to understand the dependent origination. I am not going to explain all these things but uh, as for some extent I am going to explain this. There you can understand what this dependent origination is and how we come to destroy defilements, destroy taints. Now according to this here there are no English terms here. Hmm. Avijja here means ignorance and then Sankhara means formations, volitional formations. Dependent on ignorance, volitional formations arise. Dependent on volitional formations, consciousness arises. Dependent on consciousness, uh, sorry, dependent on uh, volitional formation, consciousness arises. Dependent on Consciousness mm, mentality and physicality arise. Dependent on mentality and physicality uh, Six senses arises. Dependent on six senses Feeling arises. Dependent Dependent on feeling so this is uh, con- contact, passam I mean contact. Contact arises. Dependent on const- uh, contact, feeling arises. Dependent on feeling, craving arises. Tanha. Dependent on ta- uh, craving, Attachment arises. Dependent on attachment, existence arises. Dependent on existence, uh, birth arises, dependent on birth, uh, decay and death arises. Chara Marana. So this is uh, how the Buddha pointed out the twelve links. Uh, Paticca samupada, dependent origination. According to this, what is uh, more uh, clear to us is Jara Marana, this one. Jara Marana means decay and death. We cannot understand what this uh, ignorance is. We cannot understand volitional formations, consciousness, uh, mentality and physicality, six senses, like that. We cannot understand all this. But what is clear to us now is this one, decay and death. Uh, Gavita, can you come here and little... uh, can you turn it this side a little bit? From that, that side? No, no, that one. This side, this side. Uh, yeah, little more. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, okay. Can you see? It? Okay. Now I can see better. <laughs> That is technology. So, uh, now, as we cannot understand these things, what is more clear to us is, this one, Jara Marana means decay and death. Decay and death come to be because of birth, Jati. That is to be understood. Buddha and Venerable Sariputta on many occasions uh, explained this clearly. So it is because of uh, birth arises because of existence Bhava existence arises because of attachment attachment arises because of craving craving arises because of feeling feeling arises because of uh, contact contact arises because of six senses six senses arises because of uh, mentality and physicality mentality and physicality arises because of uh, consciousness Now, when you come to this point, Venerable Sariputta and Venerable Kottita had a discussion where Venerable Sariputta explained these things in this manner, up to this point. Then Venerable Kottita asked the questions: how this uh, Nama Rupa, mentality and physicality, come to be? Then Venerable Sariputta said, said, mentality and physicality come to be because of consciousness. Then he asked how this consciousness comes to be. Venerable Sariputta said, consciousness comes to be because of Nama Rupa, mentality and physicality, like this, like a circle. That means even you don't want to go this much, It is clear here, it makes a knot, it makes a circle here. That is what is called sansaric circle. It is to be cut off by practice in meditation. Sansaric circle is to be cut off. This sansaric circle is formed with physicality and mentality. Uh, and consciousness. Now this is the enlarged form of the same thing here. Here the physicalit- uh, mentality and physicality means mentality means feeling, perception, volitional formation, contact and attention. Five things. And physicality means earth, water, fire, air, these four. So consciousness is always depend on these these nine things. As long as our consciousness, consciousness is dependent on these nine things, our consciousness is not free. Not free, it is always depend on. The enlightened ones, the Arahant, the enlightened one's consciousness is completely freed from all these nine. That is why it is called uh, taint free, taintless consciousness. In order to gain that, the Buddha recommended meditation, both uh, serenity and insight. One day, a certain deity came to the Buddha and asked a question Bhante, uh, where this stream completely ceases, stream ceases. Hmm? Kutu sara Bhante, where the streams stop, cease. Khatta Watta means this cycle, where this cycle is no more. Revolving. Khatta vattan navattati. Khatta namancha rupancha asesam uparujyati. Vyadis both uh, nama rupa? Nama rupa means uh, mentality and physicality. Nama and rupa means these four things. Completely cease. Where do they cease? Then the Buddha said, Yatta Apocha Patavi Tejo Vayu Nagadati Vya Apo Tejo Vayu Patavi Earth Water Fire Air Do not find footing where there are no such things. Jata Apocha Patavi Teju Vayu Nagadati Atu Saranivat that is the place where the this stream stopped. This is the stream. Stream stop there. Etta there. that is the place where this, this cycle is no more uh, revolving. In such a way, the Buddha taught us to practice meditation and cut off this cycle. When you cut off this cycle, what happens? You can enter the path as a stream enter. Then you can, when you can understand the formations, volitional formations, and cut off all volitional formations. Then you can become once written and non-returner. Finally you can understand avijja. Avijja means ignorance. This ignorance, when you come to this point, you see, of the cycle, there is a gap here, because these things, ignorance, depend on volitional formations, volitional formations depend, uh, depend on volitional formations. Consciousness comes to be like that. They are. There is a very clear uh, connection, link. But between these two, you see, Jaramarana and Abhijja, there is no particular uh, clear link. Sometimes we think that ignorance comes to be without a cause, but it is hidden. There is a cause. Ignorance depends on tense. Ah, that's what we have to understand now. Let's come to the next picture, then you can understand better as uh, I have given here in English as well. I'm sorry, that one was uh, not <laughs> with English terms. Okay. This one is, I guess, much clearer. This is another discourse, particular discourse, where the Buddha delivered a discourse named Upanisha Sutta. It's the It's the cycle with 24 links. That one is with 12 links. Here, 24 links where the Buddha said, this ignorance depends on taints, taints depend on ignorance. Make a cycle here. It's clear, right? So then, it is because of ignorance, it is because of ignorance, volitional formations comes to be. It is because of volitional formations, Consciousness comes to Be. It is because of Consciousness physicality and mentality comes to Be. It is because of Physicality and mentality Six Senses come to Be. It is because of Six Senses Contact comes to Be. It is because of contact Feeling comes to Be. It is because of Feeling craving comes to be, it is because of uh, craving, attachment comes to be, it is because of attachment, existence comes to be, it is because of existence, birth comes to be. Uh, that is, the, those are the factors which we read in the earlier uh, one. The twelve links, uh, satipat uh, twelve links, uh, Dependent origination. Now, here the Buddha says something differently. What happened to us? Uh, when we are born, the Buddha pointed out, it is because of birth, Dukkha comes to be. Uh, it is because of birth, unsatisfactoriness comes to be. Un- unsatisfactoriness sometimes we think differently we think unsatisfactoriness comes my unsatisfactoriness my suffering is because of him because of her because of this person that person like that we we try to uh, see differently but Buddha very clearly said unsatisfactoriness dukkha, suffering comes to be because of birth, jati, huh? because of jati, birth, unsatisfactoriness come to be. Now, as if we feel, we have to understand our own, un- our own unsatisfactoriness, suffering. When we, have, when we understand our unsatisfactoriness, what do we have to do? We have to develop our confidence, saddha. Ah. This, is, this, this is how we practice. In order to completely cut off our taints, defilements, we have to start. This is the point we have to start. As we understand our unsatisfaction, we are not satisfied. You see, there is something lacking. All, always, all the time, There is something lacking. Uno. Buddha said, uno, loco. There is something lacking. Atitto, unsatiate. We are unsatiate. Because we want something more, more. That gap cannot be filled. That is the problem. That is to be understood. And then, then we have to develop our confidence. Confidence in the Buddha, Dhamma and the Sangha. Why? Only Buddha can teach us the way. Only Dhamma can teach us the way. Only Sangha can teach us the way to uh, find peace, relief, solace for this unsatisfactoriness. That is why people, whoever people, when practice, when understand this, the wise people, right thinking people, they think that the Buddha has taught us a particular way which is heading towards this peace. Therefore, the wise people practice this Dhamma. The Buddha said, this Dhamma is for the wise. So, when we understand Dukkha, it is the understanding level. You know, first of all, we all have to understand the four noble truths. That is what is called right understanding. Right understanding means understanding the Four Noble Truths. That means the understanding level, not realize, but you understand the Four Noble Truths. So with that we put confidence in the Buddha, Dhamma and the Sangha, which is called confidence, Saddha. Confidence. With that Saddha, we develop our saddha. is to be developed. Saddha, uh, virya, Sati, Samadhi, Panya. There are five things to be developed, which are called five faculties. These faculties are to be developed. <coughs> again, Saddha, Seela, sutta Chaga, Panya. These are, again, some factors to be developed. When we practice, we have to understand this and we have to develop this day by day. When we have saddha, <coughs> confidence, what happens? We have gladness. We are happy. As we trust the Buddha, as we trust the Dhamma, as we trust the Sangha, we are happy, we are glad. That is what is called gladness, pamojja pamojya. Pā-mujja means gladness. Hmm? (coughs) Gladness. When we have gladness, now we are practicing. As we are practicing, we have rapture, piti, Hmm? rapture. That is what is happening now. When we practice meditation, we have gladness, we have happiness, we have raptures. Hmm? we have rapture. Then, as the result of rapture, passadhi, tranquillity, comes to be. Hmm? Tranquillity, we have tranquillity. When we are practicing further, we can understand happiness. Happiness When we have happiness, then comes samadhi, concentration. What are these things? These are, what are these factors? These are the factors of jhana. Huh? This is what is practicing. When you have confidence, without confidence you cannot practice meditation. Without uh, confidence, without gladness, without rapture, no jhana. All these are the factors of jhana. So in this manner, you practice jhana and develop your jhana. And with that, uh, sukha, happiness comes to be. And with happiness, sukha, we can concentrate our mind, which is called concentrated mind. Hmm? Samadhi. The Buddha said "Samadhin, bhikkave bhaveta Monks Develop samadhi Concentrate your mind Samahito bhikkhu bhūtang pajanāti The practitioner Who is concentrated Sees things As they really are ah, That is what is happening next As As your Mind is Concentrated mind? Mind is concentrated. Yathabhutam Pajanati. Yathabhuta means as it is, as they are. How can you see things as they are? It is. Because of concentration. When you have concentrated mind, it is the fact that you can see through. That is what is called insight. Vipassana. Vipassana. Passati to see. Vipassati means see through. You can see through. When you see through, what can you see? You can see things are changing. You can see the change in nature of your object, object of your meditation. You can see that it is, since it is changing, it is unsatisfactory. Since it is changing, there is no unchanging thing. That is what is called anatta. Anicca, dukkha, anatta, you can see things as they are. That is what is called knowledge and vision of seeing things as they really are. Jatha, bhuta, jnana, When you see things as they really are, what happens? Nibbida, disenchantment. Disenchantment. This is the purpose of the teaching of the Buddha, to come to disenchantment. Disenchantment is that you don't uh, don't grasp things, you see the uselessness of things, meaninglessness of things. That is what is called disenchantment. With that disenchantment, we come to dispassion, viraga, viraga, viraga vimukti, then liberation. The one who whose mind is liberated, liberation means Liberated from all taints. You see, here taints are connected. Taints and knowledge of destruction of taints, these are connected. This avidya, ignorance, you see, ignorance depends on taints. Taints are to be cut off. Once you cut off these taints, you become taints free. This is the knowledge, complete knowledge of uh, complete destruction of taints. So this is the knowledge that the enlightened one's knowledge, which is called a taints, taintless, uh, featureless, taintless consciousness. So featureless consciousness is to be understood now. This is called featureless because no features, no such features, these are the features. Since the enlightened one's consciousness is featureless, no such things, no mentality, no physicality. Therefore it is not depend on. Our consciousness is always depend on, depend on these things. Therefore our consciousness is called patithitha vinyana in Pali, patithitha. The enlightened one's consciousness is called appatithitha, not depend on. And the enlightened one's consciousness is in other words, called uh, annidassana vinyana in Pali. Annidassana means featureless consciousness. That is the consciousness which is free from all taints. This consciousness, what happened to him after his passing away? The enlightened ones. Now, from that time, the time that he completely cut off these taints, taints, there are three types of taints. Kamasava, Bhavasava, Avijjasava. Kama, Kamasava means uh, taints of sensuality. Taints of sensuality. Kamasava. Then Bhavasava. Bhavasava means taints of existence. avijja asava means taints of uh, ignorance. These three types of taints are there. All these are to be cut off. Now when you cut off these things, Venerable Sariputta, in the discourse name Sammādittī, Sammādittī sutta very clearly said, Asava depends on ignorance, Asava depends on avijja, avijja depends on Asava. Taints depend on ignorance, ignorance depends on ten. That is why you have to cut off, once you cut off taints, you become taints free, Khinasava. The Pali term for that is Khinasava, you cut off all tains. So such a person, one day a certain monk wanted to know where these four elements completely cease. So, as he was practicing, as he was meditating, he has the power to perform miracles even. He wanted to understand this and therefore he went to the heaven to understand this. He did not go to the Buddha, but he went to the heaven to understand where these four elements completely cease. When he went to the first heaven, nobody knew that. Then they put him to the second heaven, third heaven, like that. He went all the way to the Brahma world to understand where these four elements, earth, water, fire, air, completely cease, tremendously cease. Then nobody knew. Finally, When he went to the Brahma world, he met Brahma, the creator. He himself did not know that. He, when asked, he said, you come to wrong place, this is not the place to come to ask this. You you could have asked this from the Buddha. Hmm? So he came back and went to the monastery, asked the questions from the Buddha. Then the Buddha said, Buddha uh, said, you just like those who uh, in olden days people take uh, some birds when they sail, uh, they take birds with them to understand where the land is. When they go to the middle of the sea, they release the birds, and so that the birds fly a little bit and try to find a land. And if there is the land nearby, then they go to the land. Otherwise, they come back to the same ship. So, uh, like that, the Buddha said, "You just like that, just like that birds. You did not see. You went all the way up to the." Brahma world, the monk, he went all the way to the Brahma world but he did not find the place therefore he had to come back. So he came back and he asked the question. When he asked this question the Buddha said the way that you ask this question is wrong. He asked the questions. where these four elements completely cease the Pali term he uses is nirujyati. Uh, but the Buddha said you to ask the question using the word Uparujati. Nirujyati means something uh, come to cease outside, externally cease. But the Buddha said you to ask it how it sees internally. That means when we come to the end... Our consciousness sees within. The Buddha said in this particular discourse, named Kevaddha Sutta, he explained this consciousness, the nature of this consciousness. Buddha said, Vinyanam Anidasanam This Vinyana, Arahan's consciousness is called Vinyana, there are three different terms for mind chitta, manu and vijnana. But in English we don't find three different terms to explain mind. In English we find only two. So Buddha said this vinyana, the arahant's vinyana, vinyanang anidasanang, it is featureless consciousness. When you Attain enlightenment, your consciousness is featureless consciousness. vijnanam Anidasana, Anantang. It is infinite. It is infinite. It comes to the infinite. Anantang. Sabbato, Pabang. is luminous all over. Luminous all over. Sabbato, Pabang. Etta apocha patavi tejo vayo na Here there are no earth, water, fire, air. No such things in this mind. Because whatever exists, they exist with the support of other things. But in this case, no support, not dependent. That is the difference. So, no such things. Etta digancha, rasancha, anu tulang suba suban. There is no long, no short, no happy, no unhappy. Such things are not in this mind. This mind is completely free. When this consciousness comes to the cessation, the Buddha said, asesang uparujyati, it comes to cease within. Remainlessly, remainlessly come to the cessation within. That is what is called coolness, come to the state of coolness. Siti Bhūta, come to the state of coolness, within. That is the nature of the Arahant's mind. So friends, in this manner we have to understand, when we practice, we can understand these different things. And finally, we can understand the <coughs> knowledge, this one, the knowledge of destruction of taints. How to, we can understand how to destroy uh, all taints. It is by practicing, by practicing. Since we understand the nature of our life, we have to put faith, put confidence in the buddha when we put confidence in the buddha we feel gladness then we practice when we practice whenever we practice we can understand rapture uh, tranquility happiness and we can develop our concentration when the mind is concentrated we can understand things as they really are with that we can understand the nature of Dissatisfaction, nature of uh, disenchantment and dispassion as well. Uh, in such a way we can understand complete cessation of taints and become uh, taints free. Vimukta, uh, liberation. When the mind is liberated, what happens? We can understand it is liberated. It is liberated means mind is liberated, not I am liberated, but mind is liberated. When we have that liberated mind, that is what is called the complete uh, liberation or right liberation as the Buddha taught us, as the tenth factor of the noble tenthfold path. So let's understand this Dhamma. Uh, let's try to uh, understand and practice accordingly, so that one day we can realize this Dhamma and uh, realize real peace, real happiness of Nibbana. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Okay, so to your questions, you can write your questions and put into the box.